Well, we got 21 days until it is over for Bitcoin, the era of not being in a Bitcoin ETF environment is about to end. We are here on the precipice, on the eve of a potential Bitcoin ETF approval. Only three weeks away by the time Christmas and New Year's is done, which is going to go like that. Bitcoin ETFs here, baby. We hope anyway, obviously January 5th, January 10th. That is the potential window that we're looking at. Only 21 days maximum. It could come on January 5th, which is what? 16 days away. Crazy stuff, guys. It's wild. BlackRock, they're coming. The shadowy cabal of banking cartels are coming for our Bitcoin. They're going to pump the bags. It also kind of makes me feel a bit icky, to be honest. Anyway, we're going to talk about that today. We got some other big news, updates on meme coins, different altcoins, different things going on, some interesting thoughts on the market. And as always, of course, answering your questions in the second half of our conversation today. Shout out to everybody hanging out here in the live stream, whether that's on YouTube or on X. Welcome. Welcome, guys. I see you there. Thanks for joining the party. Thanks for joining the party. Uh, people are already in there talking about meme coins, Ninja over on Injective, Kimbo, which is a new one on Avalanche, some developer's dog. Man, some of these meme coins have gone absolutely redonkulous in the past few days. It makes, it's making me feel like the meme coin rally could be starting to get a bit played out. And I'm saying that as someone who I know has faded meme coins but I'm looking at the rally for what it is right now. We they got a lot of capital rotation, a lot of moving around. We're going to break this down more for you later on. Let's talk about let's talk about Bitcoin ETFs first. Let's do the serious news first, guys. Then we'll talk about dog coins, okay? And chicken coins and whatever else. <laughs> whatever else is going on out there. Holy cow. It's been crazy, man. It's been crazy. Have a look at Bitcoin here. Bitcoin's still continuing its uptrend. Recently, we did have, of course, that big dip yesterday, but the uptrend still largely intact. We were able to recover our daily for the daily candle close within the uptrend. So that's interesting. Of course, price right now consolidating around that key price area of $42,000. So far during this rally, we have not had a retest of the 50-day exponential moving average, which just for a bit of reference here, I think it's useful to think about these sort of things. Look back here. This is this is when we really took off in 2020, had our big breakout above the 50-day EMA, and we just soared, 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 soared until we got up to $65,000 or 64900 or whatever it got to. Now look, during that time, we had one, two, three, four, five, six retests. These two were almost, almost touched. Six retests of the 50-day EMA. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's going to happen at some point, but I don't know if it's going to happen. If we're going to get... Uh, look, I, I keep going back and forth between like, yeah, Christmas is coming. Maybe people aren't going to be paying as much attention. But then like, I guess Christmas is coming. Everyone's going to be sneaking off to the bathroom to ape into uh, Dog Ninja and Chicken Coins. <laughs> well, well, Grandma's telling that story again. Uh, anyway, uptrend continuing for now a retest of the 50-day EMA at some point, not out of the question, okay? Just keep that in mind. Maybe that comes just after a Bitcoin ETF approval. We'll get that initial like, oh my gosh, they approved it. And then like the starts trading, everybody's like, oh, well, only 100 million came in on day one. I guess this is going to zero then. You know how you know how we are. You know what's going to go on in this market. Come on, you guys, come on. It's for, <laughs> this is an irrational place. Anyway, 
uptrend continuing for now. We keep getting these higher lows as we grind on up. So that's nice. It's nice to see. We could, again, if we did have a retest of the 50-day EMA, obviously you want to hold that. But right now, that would test to be around like 38K, for example. And that would just be basically a bit of a wider but still a higher low overall and like a mini downtrend within the uptrend. But I don't know if we get that before the Bitcoin ETF. There's, you know, you can always put in your bids lower, right? But <sighs> it's coming and it's just wild. I just thought it's when you really think about the Bitcoin ETF and the liquidity event that it represents, how who's who's selling their Bitcoin? I, I just become flabbergasted sometimes. Like, what are you guys doing? BlackRock's coming for your Bitcoin. You're gonna sell now for 42k. Like, what have you been doing? Why have you been here all this time? What are you doing anyway? Eric Balkunis, Bloomberg ETF analyst, pointing out BlackRock has gone cash only. That's basically a wrap. Debate over in kind will have to wait. It's all about getting the ducks in a row before the holidays, and that's a good sign. Now, this is very interesting because we have so much signal right now that the SEC is highly likely to approve a Bitcoin ETF. My only thought is, will they hit it in time for that January 5th to January 10th window, which is 21 days from now? And then it'll be over. We'll have it. We'll have it. We'll have the Bitcoin ETF finally after all this time. Or will they not quite get all the paperwork done in time? They'll have to deny ARC, say, ARC, sorry, we got to deny, but reapply, and you can join the March approvals, basically, or maybe they surprise us and do it in February or something. That's a potential. And if that does happen, if we get a January 5th, January 10th denial for ARC, expect a bit of chaos in the market. It's probably one of the last great opportunities to accumulate before things get totally nuts, because March will come, BlackRock will get its way, because, of course, BlackRock's going to get its way. Like, come on, you know? Gary, Gary Gensler doesn't want to throw himself out of a window, does he? So he's got to give BlackRock what they want at some point. BlackRock met again with the SEC today. This brings a total number of official SEC meetings between Bitcoin ETF filers to 24. Again, I keep pointing out, but this has never happened before. I think the Gemini twins started trying to get a Bitcoin ETF back in like 2014. It's been going on that long of basically the SEC completely stonewalling. Here we go. 24 meetings already. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's only question is when. Grayscale CEO saying spot Bitcoin ETF would unlock about $30 trillion worth of advised wealth for Bitcoin. Now, I've seen this number misrepresented quite a few times. People saying $30 trillion is going to come into Bitcoin specifically. No. What it does is what he's talking about specifically is that the different funds, BlackRock, Fidelity, Invesco, Vanak, Grayscale, whatever, all combined, these guys have $30 trillion of advised wealth. Not all that money is coming into Bitcoin. But as we've speculated before, you don't need a lot of that money to come into Bitcoin. 10% of $3 trillion, $30 trillion is $3 trillion. 1%, just 1% is $300 billion. Think about that, $300 billion. Just 1% of assets from these asset managers that went to Bitcoin is 300 billion. Now, there's only 2 million Bitcoin on exchanges, which let me tell you, it ain't worth $300 billion. So if you have $300 billion trying to chase after that, price is going to go up a lot. Let's say it's only 0.1% of the 30 trillion of wealth being advised. And of course, the sales team is going to hit this hard. Let's say 0.1% of that money goes in. 
still massive potential, still $30 billion, which is huge sums of money. We lose sense of these numbers, but $30 billion, a huge sum of money, and buys the majority of the Bitcoin currently sitting on exchanges at the current prices. How do you try and pull that feed off without sending the price sky high? Because even though there's 2 million Bitcoin sitting on exchanges right now, half of it's probably not even for sale. It's just people are lazy and don't want to take their Bitcoin off Coinbase. Interesting, right? Big numbers, big numbers. Mike Novogratz says a spot Bitcoin ETF will be approved for January 10th. He's part of the crew trying to get a Bitcoin ETF, obviously. So does he have the insider information? He's been saying for a while, it's going to be three to six months. And that aligns us up with January potentially. So we'll see. We're getting a lot of signal that it could come as soon as that January 5th to 10th date. But again, just if it doesn't happen, if there is a denial, because, you know, the SEC's got some other amendments they want to get filed and it just doesn't happen in time. I don't know. We could still see this happen, right? Holidays mess it all up. People are away for Christmas, whatever. I don't know. Ex expect that that could happen. It's not a done deal. Not a done deal yet, but it's getting pretty close. Michael Saylor our Bitcoin profit. He is uh, out here saying that, and I agree with the sentiment, if Bitcoin's not going to zero, then it's going to a million. Which I think, was it Hal Finney that said that back in the Bitcoin talk back in like 2009 or something like that? Hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's going to zero or a million. He said, if it's a legitimate institutional asset, then everybody is under allocated to it, except Michael Saylor. Well, he's probably under allocated too, because I know, I know the thought process. He's looking and going, gosh, we just do not have enough Bitcoin. We have to get more. And he's one of the biggest Bitcoin holders in the world right now after Satoshi. Think about that. Pretty crazy stuff, right? I love seeing it. I love the bullish attitude. I, do, I am in the million dollar Bitcoin club. I don't know when we hit a million dollars per Bitcoin, but I'll see it. I'll see it sometime in the 2030s probably would be my guess. And yes, he's right. Most are completely under allocated to it. Most are, have no allocation to it. And we're going to see a lot of companies over the next 24 months, I would say, rushing to catch up to that because we're going to see the fair accounting rules come into play. And we're going to see all these different ETF products come on. And we're going to see different banking partners allowing companies to hold Bitcoin on their behalf. So, like, big things are afoot here, guys. I, I enjoyed this uh, meme here from Jackus. He says, I love it when memes describe the charts the best. So this is the meme when uh, Johnny Depp is, what was that? Oh, he was one of the odd, I forget the name of this movie. Anyway, he was saying they're talking to the little boy and the little boy's crying and the little boy says, will I ever get to buy a pullback? And Johnny Depp says, yes, but you'll FOMO first and then sell where you should have bought. That's <laughs> sad, but true. It'd be interesting if we saw this play out where we saw this huge rally, just as an example, it's an interesting thought, right? If we see a huge rally coming into that Bitcoin ETF approval, price gets up to 68, 69K, maybe slightly lower, maybe slightly higher. And then 
we slowly correct. Maybe this is our 2019 moment. And then later in the year, we really start to take off as the Bitcoin having momentum picks up and all the rest of the stuff. It'll be interesting to see how this cycle plays out. I don't know how it's going to play out. Nobody else does either. But it's certainly fascinating to think about. And I'm very excited to watch the potential of this market cycle and where we're going to go and to see whose predictions ended up being right. One thing I know for sure is that the number is going to go up higher than it is right now. Does that happen overnight? Is it a straight road? No, but it will. At least that's what I'm betting a significant amount of money on. Let's put it that way. Hey, speaking of um, throwing money into stuff, this is the Manta Network. This is the hot new airdrop right now. So this is a layer two for the Ethereum network, uh, leveraging Polygon ZK EVM technology, using Celestia's technology as well, their data availability network backed by some massive names here as well. So they're using all this, some of the most popular technological pieces in the crypto market as well as being backed by like Binance and stuff like that. So this one's getting a lot of hype right now. They've actually got um, live uh, network as well. So like the main nets out there. So this is an interesting one. I put 20 ETH in the other day and I put another 10 ETH today to farm this uh, airdrop because there will be an airdrop coming sometime in January. So I thought, well, okay, it's only a few weeks away. Let's throw a few ETH in, see what happens. And it's one of those layer twos where you get to earn yield. So you put in the ETH and it starts earning staked ETH yield on the network. Be interesting to see how big the airdrop is. But if you want to get involved in that, obviously it's a new network, guys. Don't ape your life savings for me. 30 ETH is, you know, if I lose 30 ETH or something goes wrong here, it's got big backers. I, I feel pretty confident in this one. But, you know, if I lose 30 ETH, it's not the end of the world for me. So just keep that in mind, guys. All right? Keep that in mind. But um, there's a link in the description. If you want, you need an invite code to be able to sign up to the Manta Network. So there's a link down there. If you use that referral link, thank you very much. If you want to check that out. So like I said, I put some ETH in. Maybe it's something you guys are hunting for airdrops or invested in, or interested in too. Okay? Anyway, that aside, let's talk about Ethereum. So Ethereum, this is just a good representative of altcoins, but it's sitting at this just critical gosh darn level right now. I feel like we're reaching that point right now where it's like, oh, what's going to happen next? Everybody's holding their breath. Will we get the ETFs? Will we get the approval on January 5th to 10th? If we do, market pump, baby. If we don't, whoo, watch out. And a lot of people have been fading Ethereum recently. I know like Solana and Avalanche and of course all the dog coins have been the big movers recently, but I would not fade Ethereum. I think Ethereum is going to have a big 2024 personally. I've got some videos coming out for you guys explaining more in depth on that thesis, especially the layer two thesis for Ethereum. But yeah, sitting right at this critical level right now. Hopefully we get a nice bounce there. It, look, ETH's a slow mover like Bitcoin, but it's almost as if we've forgotten that there's a Ethereum spot ETF coming too. And my guess is that as soon as we get a spot Bitcoin ETF approved, Ethereum moves like that because then everyone's going to realize, everyone's going to suddenly realize, hey, actually, this is a pretty big deal because that means the Ethereum spot ETF is going to come next. So everybody will try to front run that next approval. But maybe now's the time to front run before the other front runners come in. Just a thought. <laughs> uh, Ted Talks Macro saying, is this a pump for ants? 
Just throw away that bear market PTSD. It's going to get fun in 2024. Talking here, of course, about liquidity changes over time. So we can see this very interesting chart showing big spikes in liquidity over time and how those big spikes of liquidity go. And then, of course, starting in May 2022, right throughout, well, until the last quarter, we've seen basically liquidity drains happening in the cryptocurrency market. Now, for the first time in a long time, liquidity picking up as a net positive. That is a situation reminiscent, again, of early bull market craziness. And I know if you feel like the market's been pretty crazy the last few weeks, it has been kind of crazy, but we ain't seen nothing yet. It's about to get totally nuts. Not overnight, obviously, it's going to take some time to work all this out, but the next 12 to 18 months could be absolutely life-changing for a lot of people if markets generally keep pace with how they have in previous cycles. Not financial advice. History rhymes, but it doesn't repeat, guys. Let's keep that in mind. Greed returning to the stock markets. As we were discussing the other day, dumb money confidence is actually an indicator, has reached uh, a very, very high point right now. Greed is back on the table now. To be very, very clear, greed can last a lot longer than a lot of people realize. If you look back on like Bitcoin in 2021, we had periods, months of very high greed readings sometimes, months of very high IS, RSI readings sometimes. So things can stay irrationally bullish longer than you can remain sane, just in the same way that things can remain irrationally bearish longer than you can remain solvent. Works in the opposite. I like this, uh, this thought here from McKenna. It's kind of a Bitcoin ETF, but still, I think it's generally emblematic of everything happening in the space here. It says to all those who've been in space before 2020, this is an incredibly euphoric moment. I've been told countless times I'd lose everything with crypto. Told for years there wasn't anything of substance. Now we have legitimacy from the largest asset managers in the world. Up early, up often, up only. This will be the craziest bull market that crypto has ever seen. I really think that. I know the last ones, oh, 2017 was crazy. Oh, 2020 almost crazy. No, 20, the 2024 bull market, the 2025 blow-off peak, just like, blah. Yeah, it's going to be wild, man. Dread Bongo with a great point here to all those worrying about this recent retracement. Just remember that only 60 days ago, uh, a lot of asset prices were dramatically lower. We've had a huge rally in the last 60 days. Bitcoin is worth 28K just 60 days ago. ETH is worth 1,500. Sold is worth 23 bucks. AVAX, $9. Link, seven. Sometimes it helps to zoom out and have some perspective. There will be retracements, and that is fine. That's what a healthy market does. Learn to control those emotions. Play the long-term game here. Absolutely. Remember, I was talking about that 50-day EMA. We'll retest it at some point. I don't know if that'll be before the Bitcoin ETF January 5th to 10th thing. Maybe if we're denied on that day, that's when you get that retest of the 50-day EMA. But it will be retested. Oh, it'll be retested many times during this market cycle. The question is only when. Now, the big thing everyone's getting rich off of. Meme coins. Now, Bonk, of course, was the big one. It's down 44% or something like that. or setting its all-time high the other day. Went on a wild, wild rally. Congrats, of course, to everybody who made money on that meme coin. That was definitely an uh, ape-slash-wizard play. 
mid, the mid curvers did not catch that one. But basically, with Solana taking off, this was the big meme coin to look at in that situation, and it went absolutely nuts. So this, of course, started a new meme coin, shit coin frenzy on chain. The amount of meme coins I've seen being created in the last two weeks are absurd. But this happens every single time. I want you to understand that. When Pepe came out and went insane, was that February? Something like this. I don't even remember anymore. When Pepe went so crazy, Pepe rallied, hit its high, and then for maybe two or three weeks after that, we saw hundreds of meme coins pop up. Hundreds of them. Now, some of those can have some value. The Most of the ones that launched back then didn't. It was really just Pepe that kind of kept sticking around. But this time, I think we're seeing a few new ones launched that do have a bit of staying power. Now, cock in you, C-O-Q, guys. It's French. It's cultured, okay? Cock in you. Uh, this one went absolutely nuts. And again, I mid-curved it. And I'd say I'm mildly upset with myself for mid-curving this one because I was looking at it. I was like, ah, that's, you know, this is probably going to be a big one on Avalanche. And I just didn't pull the trigger. Then it went up. And I was like, no, I could have bought that for lower. And I didn't pull the trigger. And went up farther. No, I could have bought that for half the price a few days ago. Such as things. Such as things. It's the old equation. Do you want to be right or do you want to make money? Anyway. I love seeing people make money. I, guys, I do okay in markets. Don't worry if I miss a meme coin or two. I'm going to keep eating. It's all good. This is incredible, though. And I just love these stories because this, this is how people get super excited about crypto. I'm sorry, but at the end of the day, your data availability networks and your interchain operability and your descent directed acyclic DAGs, I mean, oh so nerdy nobody cares some people care but realistically the vast majority of people are coming to crypto because they want to make money obviously and if they can connect with easy ideas like hey this is a coin on avalanche i like avalanche it's got a chicken picture bada bing bada boom up goes the number what's this coin do the number goes up that's what this coin does that's its use case the number going up Anyway, this guy, $454 two weeks ago, worth $2.2 million now, a gain of 4,827x. Yo, yo, that's crazy. People are making money out here on these coins. It's absolutely freaking nuts. And I love it. I really do. I love seeing it happen. I love seeing people make big money. I love seeing people make life changing money. And listen, Listen, there's nothing wrong with taking profits on stuff, okay? And a lot of people do it the wrong way. I've seen a lot of people, this is obviously a crazy story, and I love it. I've also seen a lot of people who said, I got into to cock in you early. I got some cock in, I guess you can't say cock in me. I got some cock in you. Uh, it's just so dirty, isn't it? It's a chicken, it's culture, it's French, right? Anyway, I got some, I got some COQ, some cock early, and... I sold it for like a three or four or five X. And there was one guy who posted like, yeah, I got like, you know, 15 K of it or whatever, some small amount. And he's like, it would have worth, he said, I made $15,000 on it. That's right. And it would be worth a million bucks now had he held it. Those are the crazy stories with meme coins. And if you want to play the meme coin game, it takes a lot of research, flipping, getting those groups early. Like you need to find them. You need to find these coins like, ideally under a $5 million market cap. If you can find them 
under two or three or even under a million. Some some alpha groups out there will let the stuff out early. If you can find it that early and just ape, well, you have good potential of making crazy, crazy money like this. You can take a few hundred dollars and turn it into a few million. That's the promise of the meme coin. Now, most of those are going to go to zero. So if you have, let's say, $5,000, you want to invest in meme coins, take 500, invest it in 10 of them. Right? 500 here, 500 there, 500 there, 500 there, whatever, right? That's how you play it. Some, one or two of them might make some good money. The other eight or nine will exit scam and go to zero. But if you can just nail that one, doesn't matter what the other ones did. Because you never know which ones are truly going to take off. Crazy stuff. Again, congratulations to all the meme coin apes and the meme coin wizards who have been making big money. Big money. I love it. World coin. Let's talk about our uh, dystopian AI post-human future. World coin. Sam, Sam the alt man. Don't trust him. Don't trust him. Sam the alt man. Yeah. The AI stuff. Chat GPT, world coin, world coin, man, some dystopian shit. Anyway, besides the point, at least if the world's going down a dystopian hellhole path, hey, we can get rich by, you know, YOLOing on the on the shit coins that it's attached to. So there's that going, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> so world coin links up with the Reddit, Discord, Telegram, for decentralized ID verification. World ID seeks wide adoption with over 1% of the population in Chile, Argentina, 2% in Portugal using the app. That's pretty crazy, man. And it's just getting started. Now, this is very interesting partnerships. And I also was reading the other day that apparently there's been a big update to the market maker contracts for WorldCoin. Essentially, essentially, let me boil it down for you. The market makers are going to start trying to pump the price. They've been having the price suppressed for a little while. Now they're going to try to pump the price. That's the new update from WorldCoin market makers. How that plays out, if it plays out like that indeed, we shall see. But... Here we go. Big partnerships. I mean, I would not fade WorldCoin. I don't like what WorldCoin does. I don't want to scan my eyeball, though. You know, it's kind of hard to avoid in our increasingly dystopian society. It's like all the people that run the world. It's like they read 1984 and Fahrenheit 451. Uh, is that the book? Brave New World, all that stuff. And they're like, that sounds great. Let's build that world. Let's build a world of androgynous emotionless robot humans where we control everything and everybody has their hour of hate on social media every day and anyway pretty wild stuff of course also the flip side is maybe those authors just the way they were maybe they were part of these secret cabals and they just knew because everybody's talking about it. this was the plan this was the plan this was always coming Just because it's decentralized doesn't mean it's good. Anyway, let's continue on. Sandeep uh, Nailwall, he's pointing out highest number of inscriptions on Polygon at 161 million of them, more than 2x the amount of inscriptions on the second ranked chain for inscriptions. Fun part, as far as I know, the gas fees still stayed under 10 cents. I heard horror stories that's on <coughs> some chains. <coughs> Avalanche, <coughs> Avalanche. <coughs> Pretty crazy the other day. I actually saw avalanche fees high for the first time in a very, very long time. Anyway, someone as high as $400. I'm not sure if that $400 is in reference to avalanche or not. I know Bitcoin fees have gone up as well, and it's been pretty crazy. Anyway, 
peak 18 million transactions in a single day. Inscriptions still going crazy. Celestia and Arbitrum joining forces. Developers can now deploy an orbit chain on Arbitrum, Sepalia, it's the testnet, and Celestia as a modular data availability. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Celestia, man, they're already getting everywhere, aren't they? Like we mentioned with Manta, working with Celestia. We're seeing Celestia already starting to get a lot of partners, doing a lot of stuff. Immutable X, they launched their passport. So this is a gaming passport wallet, uh, wallet infrastructure with Google and Apple login. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So this basically makes it super easy to onboard users. One of their big intentions with the Immutable X wallet, uh, the passport, was to be able to make it basically just wildly easy to onboard users into Web3, which is a noble goal without a, without a, um, uh, without a doubt. So, Okay, Kaduna saying that INJ... Uh, new all-time high price, but also inactive daily wallets. Injective hit like forty bucks, man! Oh my gosh! I'm still I'm glad I have a big bag of INJ, but I also regret every INJ that I've ever sold ever. <laughs> anyway, all good. Forty-eight k daily active wallets. Of course, people out there chasing. Surprise, surprise! Meme coins. Now, a little bit of farming going on. A little bit of farming. Done a little bit of farming as well. I uh, like the Helix app farming that one right now on, inject, on Injective. But people are chasing the meme coins. There's a few different meme coins that people are getting like super excited about. Like Ninja was one that uh, quite a few people have already made some money on. So there you go. It happens. Meme, meme coins bringing you... Every chain needs a meme coin. It brings users in. It brings people in. It creates a wealth effect. All that kind of stuff. So I love it. Now before we dive into your questions, real quick note, if you're not signed to the Wealth Master newsletter yet, get it checked out. Best damn newsletter in crypto. It really is. really is. Every single issue jam-packed full of alpha, 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 altcoin alpha, the latest news, deep dive altcoin reports, technical analysis, NFT mints, airdrops, airdrops, lots of airdrop alpha in the newsletters. So guys, check it out. Over 90,000 people a week are reading this bad boy. And you can also be reading it too for free. Check it out. Link in the description. 